fuck is up? This is the Constant State of Annoyance Podcast, and I am your host, George Blaha. Thank you for clicking. Thank you for misclicking. I'm just glad you're here. The world has gone insane, people. The world is just, just when you think things couldn't get worse, just when you think, you know, just 2020 was a shit year, man. Someone had to go and just... Kill an unarmed black man for no reason at all. For no value. There's no reason to kill anyone. I mean, not really. But it's like like no right winger could look for any reason why this should have happened. Like there's literally no reason for you to not be angry at this right now. Some dude minding his own business. Look, I don't know if he intentionally... You know, was forging dollar bills, which if he figured that out, kudos to you because I want to learn how to, you know, how to have a money machine. But some guy, some poor guy, George Floyd was his name. He gives out a $20 bill to a cash register, cash register. So I was saliva in my mouth right now. He gave a $20 bill to some cashier. Some cashier, which, by the way, let's talk about that fucking cashier. Why the fuck me, as a cashier at Starbucks, dude, I don't go crinkling dollar bills. We don't go fucking checking if, you know, a dollar bill is fake or not fake. And it's probably due to, you know, Starbucks being such a huge success, you know. Like a fake fake $20 bill isn't going to, like, you know, put a dent in your fucking... It's not going to put a dent in your profits. It isn't. Like, you're good. Like, you could have you could have 10 fake $20 bills, and, and you're still going to bounce back in a day. You know what I mean? So, but I don't know if, like, it had to be. It had to be. Like, if it was just some, like, 725 cashier who reported to the police, I think I was just giving a fake dollar bill. Like, number one, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like who like who can, like you're not paid enough to care about how real these fucking paper rectangles that clients are handing to you, dude. Like you don't you're not getting paid enough. But if you're like, I don't know, like the store manager, maybe if you're if you're the owner of the store, I get it. But if you're just a cashier, what the fuck is up, bro? What is up with that, dude? <laughs> That's a wild one. And that happened, and now there are fucking riots happening everywhere, and it's fucking wild. And, you know, I'm only exposed to it on social media because I live in Puerto Rico. The riots in Puerto Rico are coming. Oh, are we all getting pumped up, dude? Are we getting pumped up for riots, man? Oh, boy. Like, right now, just like a small window of time. And I think, like, protests are have happened, but not, like, riots. But the riots are coming, man. I don't know. Like, my plan... Is to see, like, is there a way that I can establish a window company? Like, is there, how do I get into the window game right now? Like, I know I have, like, a week to get into the window game before we all start breaking windows in Puerto Rico. Now, my, now my point being, how do I get into the window game? Like, in, in a week or two, is that possible? Should I record this journey of getting into the window game before the riots in Puerto Rico happen? Because I need to make some money. <laughs> you know, like, I'm trying to think like a billionaire now. 
You know, I'm 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 one of these hacks that like whose wallpaper on their laptop computer is about, you know, dollar bills, paper dollar bills because you know the law of attraction. If I, you know, if I portray the image that I want to become, if I, if I, if I constantly look at images of things that I want, I'm going to get it. The universe is going to grant me that. So, you know, I, I decided to do the bare minimum of the law of attraction and just be a negative Nancy. And all I really did was just change my desktop's wallpaper to, you know, a collage of just money. <laughs> I started listening to a lot of trap music. That's the law of attraction, by the way. All these people who sing trap music who are all like maybe lower middle class trappers, you know, because there has to be like these like. This hierarchy of trappers, you know, like I, I honestly like there's a hierarchy of podcaster. I would love to be just a lower middle class podcaster. I would love to just I would love for this to be one of my main streams of income. And I'm making like, I don't know, just whatever, 30,000 a year, dude, fuck it. Doing this, 30000 a year, I have a Patreon, I'm doing like an extra episode, you know, working a little bit harder on this for 30000 a year. I don't care. This is what I want. This is all I want, by the way. And I know it's hard. And I'm, you know, I'm, I, I, need, I still need to work on myself. I still need, still need to work how I project myself on camera, on the mic. Like, I still have a long journey to go. I'm only 23. And, you know, and I have a lot of perspective to gain. I have a lot of, you know, experiences that I need to experience before being, like, I don't know, someone that's, like, worthy to be listened to. I understand that, you know. But this is all I want. And it's a hustle. It's a hustle. And I know that this is what I want. And this is what I deeply want, you know. And it's frustrating. And I'm, like, really stuck into doing this. And there's a lot of frustration boiling up in me, you know. And then with the whole pandemic, this whole fucking pandemic. Wait, no. My, my original point was, before I get to that. My point was that like all these trappers, you know, singing about all the money and bitches and cars and shoes that they have. But, you know, a lot of them are, you know, they're acting like they have all this money when in reality, you know, they just, you know, they they tour America and they make 25000 a year. But, you know, they have to like maintain an image. But, you know... Maybe some of them aren't doing this to like maintain the image. Maybe just one rapper, you know, maybe little, maybe Lil Peep before dying, he just read the law of attraction. And that's why, you know, maybe Lil Xan read the law of attraction. And that's why he's constantly, you know, that's why he started singing about hoes, money, you know, drugs. You know, drugs, that's an easy one. Anyone can take drugs. But that's why all these trappers sing about all the money they have when they don't have it because it's the law of attraction, dude. Rappers read the secret, bro. That's what they don't tell you. That's what they don't tell you. Okay? When you fucking buy 50 cents masterclass. Oh, does he talk about the law of attraction? <laughs> Fitty is all about the law of attraction, dude. That's that's the word on the street, man. Oprah recommended it. You know why? <laughs> why would she lie to her people? <laughs> You know, when a fucking 200-paged book can change your life. <laughs> oh, my God. But, 
yeah, you know, there's there, there's this hierarchy of like, you know, lower middle class trappers, and all I want to be is a lower middle class podcast caster. But it's an uphill battle to fucking get there, you know, just to get to to, to that point. And it's just an uphill battle to become fucking middle class. Much harder to be, you know, higher middle class. You know, there's a, a lot of jobs don't pay, and you know, and the workload is more. And that's just the reality for a lot of people. And then, you know, the pandemic happened. And a lot of people are now without jobs. They're desperate. You know, the government just gave you, you know, $1,200 to live off. You know, oh, you're good. Here's $1,200 and, you know, bailed out a lot of corporations, you know. And then this terrifying video, just hor- it was it's a hard watch, by the way. I can't even joke about it because it's such a hard watch. And there's no reason for whatever happened to George Floyd to happen. There's literally no reason for that to have, you know, taken place. And it's it's a it's a horrible. I, I watched the whole thing, and and it's kind of sad, I, I guess. And it and me included, like I'm included in this. That it took such a horrifying video to wake so much people up. But at the same time, you know, a lot of us are. We're, I'm I'm a self-absorbed asshole, and I that's some that that's one of my biggest flaws. I'm I am sort of narcissistical. I just, I'm always focusing on me, and most of us are always doing it. But I do it a lot, and it's something that I'm willing to recognize. And, you know, since I'm working so hard, I'm working so hard to become a low middle class podcaster, you know, I'm always thinking about me and I'm, 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 I'm always self-absorbed with my thoughts. I'm always writing my own thoughts down. And I do try to like expose myself to like other cultures and, and, you know, and all that and other people's experiences. But again, I live in Puerto Rico and we aren't, at least in Puerto Rico, we aren't that exposed to like the experiences of people from like other countries. We are more exposed to like our experience. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that there isn't racism in Puerto Rico because there is, but I'm I don't think that there is, and maybe I'm wrong, dude. I'm I'm I have no hard stances when it comes to like talks about race because I haven't lived through it. I don't know what I'm talking about. All really all I'm basing all all of this off of is what I've read on Twitter, is what I've talked to other people. It's like my limited you know, I have a limited view of, of, of the huge spectrum of what is, you know, your experience in wherever the fuck you live as the race that you currently are, you know. I can only talk about my experience and, you know, I I live in a place where no one speaks this great English, by the way. I live in San Lorenzo. No one speaks this amazing English. And my experience living all my life, living since I was like six years old to current day that I'm 23, living in San Lorenzo with this amazing bombastic ass English accent thank you very much dude by the way I didn't have internet or cable TV I didn't have internet or cable TV and look how amazing my English accent is look how just 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 how to fucking I love how I stutter when I was about to say how the words flow through my fucking mouth but yeah they do flow through my fucking mouth and you guys are fucking stuttering Still, instead of saying stop, you guys say S stop, you know, (laughs) like, fuck you, dude. My English is amazing. I look different than most Puerto Ricans, you know, I I don't know what I look like, but I know that, okay, I look like and I sound like I'm a good tipper. 
like my experience in Puerto Rico, you know, the, the way I'm, the way I sound, the way I look has been that whenever I go to eat out, whenever I go and a wait, a waiter, when a waiter hears me, they're eager to attend me because they think that I come from money. They think that I'm an outsider. I have this amazing accent. I look a little different. I, I, I'm not saying I don't look Puerto Rican, but I don't look Puerto Rican. I really don't. You know, if if I ask someone that knew nothing about me, and especially with my last name, Blaha, so it's like that's hard to point. My name's George, which, by the way, this is the only joke that I that, that I could think of of this whole horrifying George Floyd situation. But I'm not the type of person that wants to like be serious all the time. I just this is just not. You know, everyone has already said what I'm about to say right now, and I'm I am gonna get serious on this episode. But like everyone has already said it, like you don't need to hear it from me. Like the, the, the message shouldn't come from me, really. But the only joke I could think about this whole George Floyd situation is if if any fucking Puerto Rican still doesn't know how to pronounce my fucking name after this whole George Floyd in- incident, fuck you, bro. If I write, if if I say my name is George. At whatever place that, you know, someone has to sign my name in, whatever, and they write Jorge? Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Look at my license. My name is legally George. Learn how to write it. We've had a bunch of fucking presidents named George. The guy who created Star Wars is called George. Everyone, you know, your all of your aunts want to, want to be dicked down by George Clooney. Learn how to write my name. Does it matter? No. Am I a self? Am I a self-absorbed asshole? Yes. Learn how to write my name, because you know people are being in, in a you know inequality is running rampant. People are being fucking mistreated by the color of their skin. But but the the real pressing matter is that Puerto Ricans <laughs> don't know how to write the name George. It's weird. It's weird. Like I like I normally just do this podcast as a goof, like you know, joking around, but you, but really, the world has been a serious place lately, and I know I started out with a point, and I, like, drove away from it on a tangent, I always go on tangents, this is my fucking problem, talking alone, and I'll talk with someone else to back and forth with, to ping pong ideas with, but this whole thing, I don't know, man, it's been crazy, oh, yeah, my point, my original point was that, yeah, you know, it's, it's a struggle to be middle class, you know, I, I was, I was seeing this report on TV, that nurses in Puerto Rico, like there's some nurses that have been working for like 20 years and they've been working throughout the whole Corona pandemic, you know, scared for their lives and all that. And all they're making is like 1800 a month, which is bullshit, dude. You're, you've been 20 years in a job and in an important job, you know, and not to say the least and all you're making is like 1800 you know, and there's people that, you know, they're not specialized in anything or, you know, there's a lot of people that just lost their jobs thanks to the coronavirus. And now, you know, they're, they're fucking jobless. They don't have any, they don't have anything. Then this, this horrifying video of George Floyd came out, you know, and it's like everyone just lost their shit. All this accumulated anger that's been just you know, just collecting and I don't, I don't want to be a hack and say in our hearts, all of this anger that's been collecting in our hearts. I, I don't, I don't know how else to, to fucking express myself, even if I sound hacky right now. And all of these people, 
you know, we, we've all been fucked by the coronavirus. A lot of people lost their jobs. And, and there's and there's been, like, injustice against, you know, black people. Systematic injustice, dude. Like, people are being racially profiled. And all these videos are coming out. And it's just insane. And just the system in general is a bullshit system, dude. Like, just the fact that someone is a fucking... And at least in Puerto Rico, not everywhere. But in Puerto Rico, that, you know, someone's a nurse for 20 years and all they're making is $1,800 is is fucking... And it's such an essential job. As we could, you know, as we all observe throughout the coronavirus, it's like, what the fuck are we doing? This whole system is about to fucking collapse because it doesn't work, dude. The whole thing is a fucking scam, man. Every day I wake up, and, and again, I understand that I haven't done the things, you know... Yeah, I don't have a I don't have a bachelor's degree or a master's degree, but there's people out there with like bachelor's and master's degrees that are struggling to find a good job, a good stable job that pays accordingly to the degree that they have. And it's fucking bullshit, dude. You know? Like the more you live in the system, like every day you wake up, you're got, bro. You get got, dude. We're all getting scammed on a daily basis when you fucking wake up. You know, the world around us is a fuck. It's a shithole, dude. Like, there's all these fucking things. There's all these problems happening, man. All of it's happening to you. All, all these fucking things are happening. And then, you know, but but then the system, I guess, I don't know. The system wants to, like, pretend that everything's okay. Everything's all, all, all right. All you have to do is buy Charmin Ultra Soft. Okay? Sure. You know... Ahmoud Aubrey got shot because he was jogging in a white neighborhood. But have has your asshole touched the soft, you know, beautifully patterned toilet paper, charming ultra ultra soft? Everything's gonna be okay when your toilet paper is extra soft. Your asshole and your life is about to change. It's like every day I wake up, I'm constantly being advertised to like buy my shit, buy my shit. I'm ta- I'm constantly being tapped on the shoulder like, hey, hey, put your attention over here. And I do the same thing. You know, I'm trying to get this podcast rolling, but it's like there's bigger corporations that have the budget to just constantly tap on your shoulder on Spotify, on YouTube, on TV. You know, everyone wants to sell your shit. Uh, everyone wants to sell you shit, you know, and... Constantly, we're like, our attention is just being, I guess, derived from things that matter. And we're constantly scrolling on social media and we're getting angry at that. And then we go to our jobs and we hate our jobs. And then we don't have enough money to actually eat healthy. So we eat shitty food and we eat shitty food and then we feel bad and then we take a nap. And then, you know, like, like, and then we're having like shit thoughts because we're eating shit food. We have shit energy levels because we're eating shit food because we can't afford better food. And it's just like this whole system of just, you know, constantly, oh, all you have to do is put in the work, put in the work and grind it out. But just people, you know, but then you look at cases, you look at people that have been like grinding it out, putting in the work for so long and they can't, they've gotten nowhere. And then me, like as a young person, I look at these people that have been like grinding it, grinding at it, or not even grinding, just like, I guess, like passively been in a singular place. That's the thing. You got to grind, dude. Like, the system is not easy. It doesn't make it easy for you. And I don't, and I, and you know, we could debate on whether the system should be easy or should, like, you know, it's, it's like, a, it's like a Darwinian system of, like, you know, survival of the fittest. Someone who really wants it is going to get it, but not everyone who really wants it and works hard for it, you know, gets the opportunity that they get it. It's also not an equal playing field as, as we've seen, dude. 
as all these stories have fucking come out, you know, a lot of people expressing their experience as the color of the skin that they, you know, that they have in this lifetime and in the place that they're currently inhabiting. It's, it's been interesting. It's been an interesting read, I got to say, you know, I've learned a lot from all this. And it's just wild, and everyone's like, you know, and, and my point being, this is a sh- I haven't finished my point. It's a shit system, dude. It's a very bad system that we live in, and the fact that it's like now a lot of people are out of jobs, and now we've we've been forced to get stuck to stay in our houses, dude. And there's people who hate their family. There's people who fucking they can't stand to be in their house. You know, their house is a constant reminder of how. How horrible their life is. All they had was just like, you know, that fucking hour, you know, or, or, or if not, all they had were like people that lived for the Saturdays or Sundays, people who lived for their weekend. That's all they had. But now they can't go out on, on the weekend and they're stuck in their house. And, you know, they used to live, the they used to use the weekend to like escape from like their shitty situation to, ju- to just forget, to hang out, to drink. And no, nobody has done that. Nobody has done that. We've all been like in this weird, I guess, like forced state of meditation. I mean, yeah, some people are like boozing it up in their house, but like there has to be a day or two where you didn't booze it up. You were stuck in your house. You fucking hated yourself because you scrolled on Netflix for too long. And now you're in this fucking situation where you're thinking about your life and you're like, what the fuck is this? I think a lot of people have just looked at their life and they've like kind of like analyzed the system and they're angry and they're mad and they're stuck in their house and they, and, and they either don't have a job and then this fucking happened and this was just like, this was the straw that broke the camel's back, dude. I mean, yeah, I'm and I'm not saying that because the, the way I see it, yeah, yeah, it is. I think this whole thing, these riots are, that are about to happen, all these protests that are about to happen, yeah, it is. It was triggered by racism, by systematic racism, but it's something that I believe that is so much bigger than this. Just how the system is set up to fuck you. The system is set up to fuck you. Good. And people are tired of it, man. And that's where all these riots are happening. That's why all these riots are going on right now. You know, because people are tired of the system. And yeah, I do believe that there's some, like, controlled opposition going on. I think that's a thing. But, you know, the people who are breaking, they're just tired. You know, people who are looting, I get it. I get why they're looting. Like, I I don't believe that you should be looting small businesses. But, again, like, people are just angry, man. Like, what what are you going to do? I understand why all this is happening. It's horrifying, dude. It's, It's fucking, this is a bullshit system. It really is. Our president is fucking, dude, was in the WWE. How crazy is that, man? How fucking crazy is that, dude? Our president is a sugar daddy, bro. <laughs> Our president is a sugar daddy. Like, the system is so weird, dude. It's so weird. And the more you read, the more you're going to get at It's like, it's crazy. And then this video comes out, and it's just, I don't know. I think it just, like, popped everyone. And especially the fact that, especially the fact that, like, Human beings are social fucking creatures. Like, we need to fucking go out and, like, you know, be in a strip club and be touched. Like, there's men that need to be touched. There's men out there that, dude, think about, think about how, this is how our, our how, how powerful our biology is. You know, how powerful, oh, man, I, I lost my train of thought. How, you know, how, like, just, like, how our biology influences on our actions because we like pretending that we're, like, bigger than our biology. We're not. We're not. You know, because 
like you could act like oh like you you you've you've got everything under control you've got a lid on your emotions but like when jealousy hits you like you feel jealousy you know but it's it's your decision to react or not to react on it but you feel it and it burns a hole man it burns a hole in your fucking brain and like also the fact that humans need to be touched dude i think yeah like touch, touch deprivation is such a thing that that's why we have strip clubs dude you fucking pay, I don't know what how much a fucking lap dance is, like 50 bucks, dude. 50 bucks. So someone that doesn't care about you grinds their ass on your jeans, dude. It's fucking, I wonder, do, do like, do strippers get, I bet that strippers don't like giving lap dances to jeans because it marks them. I wonder how many people have like, how many strippers, you know, how many strippers have damaged their merchandise because, you know, that's what they're selling. That's what they're selling. You got to protect your merchandise, dude. How many strippers have damaged their merchandise because they fucking gave a lap dance on jeans? Like, God damn it. You know? <laughs> but it's fucking wild, dude. Like, we we're all forced to stay in our homes, you know, and we're social creatures. This isn't natural for us. And, you know, like, life was greatly interrupted and then this happens and it all fucking exploded dude like this fucking like this fucking pimple of just repressed feelings got bigger and bigger right after the coronavirus you know and people already had like pretty bloated pimples in their lives i think that's the good way to look at it man like we all have a certain amount of pus accumulated in this like pimple of hate that's like in our souls, dude, that's like in our day to day, that's like constantly a factor in your in your thoughts, dude. You know, there's people I'm I'm an angry fuck. This is the constant state of annoyance podcast. I'm kinda calm right now because I'm tired. I woke up I woke up from a nap. You know, there's people out there protesting, fighting for their liberties, and I woke up from a nap, so <laughs> you know what I mean? But the protests haven't haven't started in Puerto Rico yet, but but it's wild, man. The whole thing's wild, and you know, and you look at—I uh, gotta say, dude—the protest videos—they're great. There's some crazy videos I'm gonna talk about. I guess next podcast, I really wanna like—I really wanna get like a compilation of like the crazy riot videos, and then like break them down. I think I'm gonna do that next episode. But this whole thing has been fucking crazy, man. And it's just like just when you thought that things couldn't get worse, man. And I don't blame people for 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 raging. I just I understand it, man. My point being, like, you know, we all have these certain pimples. Like, there's people that, you know, that their experience as a black person in America, you know, has 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 their fucking this pimple of hate. That's just, you know, it's been pretty big. Like it, like, like it was already a pretty big, pulsating pimple filled with pus, and then the coronavirus happened. Maybe they lost their job, and the pimple just like quadrupled in size. It's like it's a it's a it's such a big pimple that like. It would be behind a paywall in Dr. Pimple Popper's, you know, uh, Patreon. You know, like those ginormous pimples that you could only see, that you could only purchase this Dr. Pimple Popper episode under a paywall because it's so majestic and beautiful that, like, if you really care about watching big pimples pop, you're going to pay for this one. Trust me, you're going to pay for this one. Just, like, quadrupled in size. Thanks to just losing their job and being forced to stay in their house because the government told them so. The government that that hates them so much that they created such a system that's that you know that's that that puts them on an unequal playing field. 
you know, told them this government that's that's been already fucking them up just for the color of their skin has now told them that they can't go to work and they lost their job. So, you know, their the pimple quadrupled in size. And then this video happened and I just think everyone's pimples just fucking broke. They lost it. And this is the world that we're living in, right? And it's fucking crazy. I don't blame them, dude. The whole system, the whole system's bullshit, dude. It is. It's and 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 it affects everyone differently, but it affects everyone in a way that it fucks pe it fucks a lot of people, dude. So, man, more power to the people. I really hope these riots keep on going on. But if one thing, one thing that I'm very curious about, one thing that I'm very interested in, which I wanted to get into this episode, but I didn't for some reason. Is that what happened to George Floyd happened in May 25. That's when the whole incident happened. I don't know if the video went viral that same day. The video was probably uploaded that same day. The video is so graphical and it, 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 you know, it, it impacts a person in such a way that I'm pretty sure it got viral the same day. Maybe it didn't. I don't know. But I, I would say that by the 26th, Everyone saw that video. By the 26th to the 27th, everyone saw the George Floyd video. I don't know when the riots happened, but I don't think it happened the day after. Maybe I'm wrong. I couldn't, you know, I Googled it. I lazily Googled it, okay? <laughs> I lazily Googled it. But the 26th of May, Jimmy Fallon decided to out himself, or maybe he was outed, but I think... He outed himself for doing blackface in a sketch in SNL 20 years ago. The 26th of May. The day after the George Floyd incident. Now, my point is, why is this interesting? The riots didn't happen. The bigger story that we are all experiencing on the news right now wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't manifest itself yet. All of these riots haven't manifested itself in America yet. But Jimmy Fallon, somehow, this sketch, this SNL sketch that has been up and run, it's been around for 20 years. This sketch, the guy did blackface. The guy did blackface 20 years ago in front of a live audience, in front of the best cameras at that time, on live television, dude. He did blackface on live television. He didn't do blackface at a Halloween party. He didn't do blackface at an Epstein orgy and Anonymous leaked that video. No, 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 no. This guy did blackface and got paid for it, and everyone watched it. And no one brought it up. No one brought it up, dude. All of the chant, like, no one brought it up in the first wave of Black Lives Matter. No one brought it up when, in any other point, no one brought it up during quarantine before George Floyd. I think quarantine right now, dude. Well, at least, I mean, I guess, but, but there's, there's going to be, like, more quarantine happening because, not quarantine, but there's going to be, like, um, what, oh, I can't believe I forgot that name, that word. When people can't leave their houses, I can't believe. Jesus, what do you call? I how did the fuck do I? I I'm thinking I'm thinking about the word in Spanish, but not in English. When people can't leave their, I don't know. You know, when you can't leave your house after seven, whatever the fuck that's called. I can't believe. I, f 
forgot that. But like you could fucking I'm so angry at myself, dude. Like I like I'm I'm a man of words and I and I forgot one of the most mentioned words on the internet. We want the most mentioned before because the the pandemic, I think you could fucking now divide it between before George Floyd and after George Floyd. And before George Floyd, a lot of us, you know, were under quarantine. We stayed in our houses. We didn't leave. We had a lot of time on our hands. And there was a lot of people pointing fingers at each other because they were fucking bored. During the quarantine, 30 million without a job. And these people are still on Twitter fucking pointing fingers. He did a thing in the fucking thing. Still pointing fingers, dude. When a much bigger issue was happening. But whatever. And no one at that time and the 20 years prior to that, since that sketch happened, no one was like, hey, Jimmy Fallon did blackface 20 years ago. Like, no one brought that up. No one brought that up. It wasn't some, like, hidden, hard-to-find video. It was an SNL sketch, bro. Everyone saw it at that time. It's an SNL sketch. No one brought it up. One of the biggest... Fucking talk show. What is that? It's not. A, it's a night show. It's a night show hosts on the planet, maybe in America. America's sweetheart did blackface. We're all talking about Black Lives Matter. No one said a peep, a peep about this incident. No one. But now, all of a sudden, right after the death of George Floyd. He got outed, and he outed himself, and he did an earnest apology, and now all the riots happened, and no one's thinking about it. My point being, my theory, which I'm pretty sure I'm right, is that this guy, I checked his fucking net worth, he's, a, he, you know, he $50 million net worth. I want to see the bank statement from the Cayman Islands. I know he has more than that. You have more than that, Jimbo. But this guy... He fucking outs himself for doing blackface a day after George Floyd. Now, I think that was a decision done by either his agent or his PR team. Because I believe that these people have been paying off. Paying off journalists that have been wanting to talk. That have been wanting to out Jimmy Fallon for for doing blackface. Because everyone has been outed, dude. Everyone... Has been fucking outed. And Jimmy Fallon is, dude, he's he's on the top. And no one released this sketch. No one said a peep. A peep. Bro, they've been paying off people from releasing that video on like bigger platforms. They've been paying off people that have been wanting to release that video with big audiences for a long time, dude. For a long time. And now... Because this genius PR team, his genius agent, knew that a riot was about to happen. If you just pay attention, you kind of knew after that video that shit was going to go down, dude. You knew that something bigger was going to happen. You knew that something bigger than the coronavirus was about to happen. So when something, you, as we all know, people on the top, leaders... Smart people, I guess, that take advantage of the system and take advantage of other humans. They fucking take advantage of a crisis, dude. You don't let a good crisis to waste. And you, and they knew that something bigger than the coronavirus was about to happen. 
So what did they do? They decided to out Jimmy Fallon. That was an executive decision by his PR team, by his agent. We're not going to pay off people anymore for you doing blackface 20 years ago. What we're going to fucking do is release it now because a wave is coming. A storm is coming. And we're tired of fucking paying people thousands, millions of dollars a year to not release that fucking video. Now is the time for you to release it. Say an earnest apology. Boom. And you're out with minimum repercussions. Minimum repercussions because literally no one's going to remember, dude. No one's going to remember. No one's thinking about Jimmy Fallon's blackface right now. No one except me because I, I've been, I was looking for a take. I needed a, a different original take, which I didn't have. But this move, it was an interesting move, dude. I'm not even mad at the move. I'm impressed. I really am impressed, dude. It's pretty fucking, it's, it's one of the most interesting things I've ever seen, man. And he pulled it off, dude. He fucking pulled it off. And my point being, like, if you have something, if you have dirty laundry, now's the time to air it, dude. Now's the time to fucking air it, dude. If you have some, like, blackface Vine video that's been floating around your head, Whenever you see the you, you see the hashtag Black Lives Matter, you're like, oh shit, I did that. That's still floating there, dude. I haven't been able to take it down. I think someone has it. You know, I think someone downloaded that fine. Someone has it. So out yourself, man. Out yourself with an honest apology. <laughs> this is what the this is what the Fallon PR team did. They outed him with this earnest apology. I learned from my mistakes. Now it's time to talk about race. You know, since anyone's talking about racism, now. You, 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 you're, you're seen as this hero, which, by the way, like how I see it, I don't think he's a bad person for doing blackface 20 years ago. Like, whatever, it was 20 years ago. At that time, that was appropriate. You did it on SNL. You, 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 you didn't do blackface as this, like, independent project where only you thought it was funny. You did it on SNL, dude. And SNL plays it safe. I mean, they used to be fucking, you know, edgy, but not anymore. But, they, you know, normally they try to, Make humor for everyone. And at that time, that was a... Pro so whatever. I'm not even... I don't even care. I, 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 I don't even think... No one really thinks that Jimmy Fallon is a racist. You know? No one... Unless... Until that fucking Epstein... Hidden camera video where he's at one of the orgies. At one of those Epstein orgies with blackface come out. Well, then, you know... I, I, but until that comes out. Until Anonymous leaks that. I'm not going to believe that he's Jimmy Fallon is a racist, but now's the time to air out your dirty laundry. Like if you have a fucking video of you, like when you were five years old and you fucking fell face first into a chocolate cake, you fell face first into a chocolate cake. You fucking, you got up, you looked at yourself in the mirror. There, was, there happened to be a mirror next to a chocolate. I don't know in what situation a mirror and a cake would be like close to each other, but whatever, you know, because you don't eat cake in the bathroom. You know, where a mirror is. Or in your room. That's a weird place to eat cake. You eat cake at, at the dinner table. Because once you eat cake in front of a mirror, you're just a disgusting piece of shit. Anyways, but, you know. But there's no situation where a mirror and a piece of cake would be close by. That's my point. My point. And then, you you know, you're five years old. You fall face first into a chocolate cake. You, you, you fucking, you get up. You look in the mirror. You have, you know, dark frosting all around your face. And you're a five-year-old. You don't know any better. So your parents are recorded this moment. You know, you, you, you look in the mirror 
you look at the camera and you go, ooga, booga, booga, booga. Your fucking parents recorded this and they sent it to America's, you know, what, what was that? AVG, America's videos. Well, that fucking show, you know, before YouTube, that was the YouTube. YouTube came and fucking in a DVD set. Like, you know, when YouTube was cute, when baby, you know, when you watch vi- videos of adorable babies. YouTube killed that show, right? America's most watch or like did YouTube start that show? I don't know the history of that show. I don't know why I'm getting into that. My point being that if you have any dirty laundry, according to the, to the moves that the PR team of Jimmy Fallon did, it's time to air out your dirty laundry because literally no one's going to fucking remember. And when the tides calm down, you're already out it yourself. Your dirty laundry's out there. There's nothing to talk about. You did it. So <laughs> kudos to Jimmy Fallon's agent. Anyways, I bet they're celebrating with a lot of 100% pure cocaina. Let me check the inspirational quote of the week. But anyways, I have a segment on this podcast where I say an inspirational quote. I love inspirational quotes. They really help me get through my week. And the inspirational quote of the week is, Governments constantly choose between telling lies and fighting wars. With the end result always being the same. One will always lead to the other. Thomas Jefferson. This is a very beautiful quote. I don't even want to joke about this quote. I'm really anti-government. You know, I don't like the fact that the government's this big. And the government does lie to you people. So please be aware of what's going on. Be mindful of anything and everything that the government and big media is putting out there. Because I feel like... I feel like change is coming. Either cha- either total catastrophe is going to happen or a big change is coming. And like we all want to be part of the change, but don't fucking let big media or the government, you know, don't get your information from them. Just look. And if you do, just try to be critical of anything and everything that comes in and just, just learn how to process information, dude. And be be skeptical. That's all I want to say. But anyways, that's the podcast. I I hope you motherfuckers enjoyed it. It wasn't the funniest podcast. Also, my throat's a little fucked up, so I couldn't put a lot of energy into this podcast. I'm also tired because I worked up from my nappy nap. <laughs> I have to go back to that's, that's the thing. I'm fucked, dude. I, I like it's two a.m. right now. I have to finish. The, I've just finished the episode. Uh, whatever. It's two a.m. right now. I'm gonna wake up at eight to go to work. So yeah, I'm fucked. I'm filled with energy because I worked up. I woke up from a unintentional nappy nap. That, that that this unintentional nappy nap provoked by the system because I worked too much, ate shitty food, took a nap, and now look at me. And, you know, whatever. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend. That really fucking helps. And also, if you're not following the podcast and me on social media, hey, all the information is on, is on the description or the episode notes. But anyways, I'll keep you motherfuckers posted. Stay safe. Be skeptical. Be skeptical. 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 Fuck the government. Peace the fuck out.